0: To freedom pod, you find me on Instagram and Twitter at matchlava. And today is what day is it? it? Is March fifth. It is Friday, March fifth, and we have a little bit of time left before we have the Jordan One University Blue release that comes out tomorrow. So, really, a few hours left, and then tomorrow morning rolls around, and we have a complete frenzy of people trying to get the Jordan One University Blues that will be coming out, and they are an amazing colorway. I think that they are one of the best looking Jordan 1s to have come out in a long time. I think that the Mochas were probably one of the only shoes that really gives it a good run in terms of Jordan 1s, and they're going to do really well. I mean, they are going to absolutely just be a complete, complete, um great profit if you do if you are able to cop these so that's what I'll be looking at tomorrow I will be hopefully getting a pair of those at least a pair of those I mean I'd love to say I could get 10, 15, 20 pairs I know there's people out there that will do that for me though I just don't really know I don't really know um, what I'm doing exactly yet in order to be able to cop that many pairs so that's what I'll be looking forward to but Hopefully here and looking out into the remainder of the uh, the day today and then tomorrow I'm going to be setting up for that, getting prepped up for that, and hopefully getting myself ready to cop as many pairs of those as possible. And there goes a fire truck. So um, anyway, so yeah, that's my focus for today. I also I've just been thinking a lot about some of the the things I've been hearing with people talking about. Uh, low key items versus items that are relatively uh, mainstream, like a like a pair of sneakers and stuff like that. And sneakers are great. I, I love going for sneakers. I love flipping sneakers. There's a lot of good profit in shoes, but it's not what it used to be. And that's what I'm kind of realizing. I to me, I wasn't around back in 2017, 18, 19, even early 2020 when sneakers. Were you were able to get more pairs of shoes. It wasn't such a mess. It wasn't such a madhouse. And you weren't spending tons of money on proxies and stuff to be able to get just like two or three pairs of shoes. Like people were spending some money on proxies. They had a good bot and they would get like anywhere from like five to ten pairs on a release pretty pretty normally. Like people, people were able to hit a lot easier than they are now. And now you have to spend a ton of money on proxies. You have to have a really good bot. Even at that, the, the site's completely hammered it's a mess. And if if I would have taken just a fraction of the time I put into learning sneakers into some of these other things, things like these low-key items that have been coming out at some of the big box stores, some of the things that have been flipping well for me as of late, I think I would have made a lot more money. And, and that's what people have been telling me, but it didn't really click until I thought about, wow, if I would have taken all the time I took and put into sneakers and put that into some of these other things, I could have really absolutely made a lot more money. And so that's kind of what I'll be shifting a little bit of time and focus on to is moving away from as much shoes as I do now I mean I put a lot of time in shoes and setups and stuff are like in that and it's it's not really worth it at, and I don't know if it's part of it's because I'm super new to it still part of it's just because it's not what it once was and there's a lot more competition there's a lot more people going for them and it's very very mainstream compared to what it once was but at the end of the day if something's more profitable and it's still enjoyable gotta go do it so that's what i'm going to be doing um looking at moving into that a little bit more i've been listing a ton i got a ton of stuff to list but honestly all that stuff's kind of irrelevant right now because i do have some important things that i want to talk about that i found out today so number one i called into ebay today because i had a weird issue (laughs) this has been happening a lot and i don't know if it's because i've been selling more or if i've just been dealing with one problem that i haven't gotten a a resolution for but basically I called into eBay today because I got a notification last night that a pair of shoes showed up to a buyer that had been authenticated by eBay, brand new, in the box, dead stock. And they said that there was a big slit in the top of the box. And I was like, okay, well, they didn't leave my house with that big slit in the top of the box and they were authenticated by eBay. So the fact that this person is saying this, there's definitely something wrong here. So I I went and I contacted the person. I said, hey, would you mind sending me some pictures of, of what you're seeing here? And thankfully, this guy was actually fairly smart. He took pictures of the box on the outside and on the inside and then where the slit was. And so I was thinking, okay, well maybe he cut the box down the center and then there was a big slit in the side and and he accidentally cut too far in and slit the inside of where the shoebox was. But when he showed me where the box had been taped by eBay and the authenticators at eBay, it didn't line up because on the inside you had the two long flaps and the two shorter flaps on the inside the two shorter flaps on the inside didn't have any markings on them from where they would have been cut if he'd cut too far into the box so it's not like he cut through the tape and went way too deep and accidentally cut his sneaker box and then tried to pin it on me it was cut somehow and then i, sh- I saw the outside of the box and had all these weird cuts on the outside of the box it looked like it had been ground away or rubbed away and so i called ebay and I got somebody in the sneaker authentication center, and his name—I think his name was David. Super, super nice guy. He said he'd been working with eBay for twenty years, so he knew what he was talking about. And the, I showed him the picture, and or he was looking at the picture, and he said, "Oh, okay, that looks exactly like a conveyor line just kind of chewed up that box, and that must have been what happened." Now. I don't know if that's 100% true. I think what happened is the authentication center accidentally cut through the box. I think that's probably what happened because even if the, the conveyor belt lines had really jacked up the box, it didn't show on the inside flaps. So it would have been cut on the inside of the box uh, where the inner flaps were. If it, You obviously have to cut through those to cut the bottom uh, inside where the, where the sneakers were. So I was like, okay, well, that's probably not it, but whatever, not my fault. I know I shipped them fine. And he said, yeah, no worries. If you ship through the eBay authentication program for sneakers or watches or anything, it is exactly like the GSP program, the global shipping program, where you're not responsible once it's authenticated, once it passes inspection, once it's sent out from our shipping center, our reshipment center, you're not at fault. It's our responsibility. Which is nice to know, because I was afraid they were going to say, well, yeah, but you know, you made the sale and it didn't actually make it to the buyer, and you know, it's actually your sort of, it's your item, so you're going to have to pay for it. I wasn't sure how it was going to go. And so thankfully, he's like, yeah, you're fine. You don't have to worry about this. And he said, and the buyer had filed a return case for me based on that the item was damaged. And so I was like, okay, well, that doesn't make any sense because it passed authentication. So clearly it was fine when it left there. And he said, yeah. That is, uh, that's that's done by SneakerCon, and SneakerCon's a pretty big sneaker brand at this point, and they do a lot of authenticating, and they do authenticating with eBay. And he said, it's done by them. They are going to be responsible for this and FedEx. Whoever shipped the package, which it looks like it was a FedEx box, based on the, the lip label that's on the box. I said, okay. So he's going to go back to them, and he said, don't worry about doing a anything with a return. And I paused. And I said, well, well no. I'm already up against the wall with another return that I had where the guy from eBay told me not to do anything with it and I ended up getting screwed. And he said, well, no, I'm going to call your buyer right now and actually explain the situation to them and see what sort of things we can do to make it right with them. Not on your dime. We'll take care of it and, and you'll be good. And I was kind of kind of shocked a little bit by this. And so in talking with him, I found out that he was an eBay concierge. Um, kind of a representative for them back before there was the sneaker authentication program. So if you don't know what the concierge program is, it's basically eBay's way of putting kind of their best premier sellers ahead of everybody else in a way that they take care of them when they call in. You call in the concierge program if you're having a very unique issue that you really don't know how to handle. You call into them and, and they really, really do their best to take care of you from what I can tell I've heard a lot of people talk about it and the way that it seems like is as long as you completely didn't screw the buyer and it's not completely your fault and you're not you're you're not a terrible human being or some account that's out there trying to scam people you will be taken care of and eBay will take care of whatever the costs were you don't have to worry about it like they're usually extremely helpful with the concierge program and I definitely want to be in that because I don't Really, I've never had an issue with trying to like. I don't obviously try and scam my buyers. I would be out of business at this point, and I want the best for my buyers. But at some point, when you have a problem like this, and nobody at eBay can give you an explanation, which has been going on, I for those of you who don't know, I got a return case filed against me for an item that wasn't in the box that I had sent out. And I've been trying to get my money back for it because I never got the item back and I never got the the money back. So I've kind of been out the item and the money, which is not good because it's like a $600 sale. So I haven't gotten an explanation from anybody as to how it really works. And at least this guy understood what was going on. And so the concierge program is like the premier kind of call-in service. You're not getting put through a call center. You're actually getting put through some sort of like professional Um, usually American-based call center where it's like people that actually sell on eBay. They're very familiar with the eBay system, not just trying to make like quick money doing some calls and stuff like that. So they really know what they're doing. And I talked to him and he said, okay, well, here's the deal with the concierge program because I used to work for them. And that used to be my, my prime job is answering those calls. And he said, I so far as an eBay representative have applied on two people's sake like two separate sellers sake to get them approved for the concierge program and both have come back has declined and i was like well why did that happen he said they were very weird reasons the one was that they had the one seller had too high of a return rate it was like 14 percent, which is a very high return rate i mean mine hovers around like two to four percent i do a decent amount of sales i almost i think i hit around like a thousand sales last year so a lot more sales than i did when i first started that's a lot of sales to some people some of you it's probably not any but for me that's a decent amount and like to have a 2 to 4% return rate you're looking at like 20 to 40 returns a year so really not that many returns so 100 and f- like a 14% return rate is pretty high and i don't know if he was maybe doing a lot of wholesaling and a lot of it was like coming back as junk or Maybe people, he just does that much volume that uh, obviously he's, maybe he's a single person and you're doing a lot of volume and it's hard for him to maintain and he breaks and stuff. I don't know. But that was what he didn't get in for. And he said, I have never in my entire time been able to get somebody into it. I don't know how to get somebody into it. I don't know what the criteria is. I know that once you're applied for it, you get, it's usually three to four months before you hear back. And you usually have to have like a, a perfect, perfect account. Like not just a top-rated seller account, not just like a good, decent account, but a an account that has no flaws whatsoever. I'm like, uh, well, I don't have that. Like I, I do my best, but I, I probably don't have that sort of an account. So kind of gave me pause. I'm, I'm trying to think about what I can do to get into it because he said the only two ways he has seen people get into it is eBay, reaching out to them, which I don't see happening in any time frame for me because they don't really reach out to people that much anymore because they're a big established business. And Or the other way that he found that people got into the concierge program is through eBay Open, which they haven't even done that in like two or three years. I don't see them doing it this year. He said he didn't see him doing it this year. So like when are they going to do it? I don't know. It's not going to be for a while. So I'm not going to get into it anytime soon through that. So kind of just like looking at that going, okay, well, there's definitely no easy way to get into this. Now what? And and really, I don't need it that much, but for those of you out there that have heard of the concierge program, it's a lot more information than I think I and maybe a lot of you have had before. I didn't know any of this about it. I didn't know that they I knew that they reached out to some sellers, but I didn't know the only two ways from somebody that had been in the program that was in as Somebody that answered the calls for the program, the only two ways he had ever heard of people getting in were either through a random invite by eBay or through getting in by eBay Open. I didn't know that, and and to me, that's kind of a big deal. If you can get in, like eBay Open's super worth it just for that, because, I I mean, think about it, eBay Open, I don't know how much the tickets are, let's say the tickets are like 500 bucks, which I don't think that they're that much, but if they are, I'd still be up 100 bucks right now because I'd have the $600 back. Like, it's just, or at least I probably would. I don't know that for sure, but the point is, like, that's a massive, massive, um, it's a massive kind of advantage for you to be able to have a somebody to call in like that and talk to. So I'm still looking into it. I'm still going to be doing some research on Reddit and other places to see if anybody's gotten in through any other ways. I don't think that it's really possible, but it doesn't mean that I shouldn't give it a shot. And so I'm going to kind of keep you guys updated as to what I can do and see if I can somehow get into it because that would be, it'd be really cool to be into that program and have something like that as as an availability to me if things go sideways but the one thing i did learn if you are calling into ebay and you can't get anybody that's american or somebody that sells on ebay try asking for a specialty department the specialty departments from what i gathered in this call are usually people that were originally the people that would answer the calls for the concierge program and they were put in these specialty departments because the specialty departments are basically like a concierge program, but broken out into specific subdivisions that can answer calls and get things done faster because they only focus on maybe returns or sneaker authentication or or whatever. So if you're looking to get something done a little bit easier, that may be the move. But I'm going to go today. So you guys, hopefully you guys hit tomorrow. Let me know how it goes. But you guys have a good rest of your day and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.